Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Disney Parks News Blog Podcast. My name is Danny. And my name is Robbie. And today we're going to be discussing our top 10 favorite attractions at Walt Disney World. For this list, we will be focusing specifically on roller coasters and thrill rides based at Disney's Florida Parks. So without further ado, let's get started with our number 10 pick. Which is Haunted Mansion, located at Disney's Magic Kingdom. It is a slow-moving roller coaster with rotating seats. As the name suggests, Haunted Mansion is quite haunted. You basically take a tour around the mansion and are greeted by these happy ghosts, so to speak, because they're always dancing and, and um, they're always dancing and singing. It's a great ride for children, and the, you are greeted by 999 ghosts. And if you'd like to be the 1,000 ghosts, the uh, ghost host uh, can arrange um, some plans for you to stay your welcome, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I love that ride. Um, one of my favorites in Magic Kingdom. Um, it never gets old. It's a classic ride. So number nine is also located at Magic Kingdom, and it's called Space Mountain. Um, it's in Tomorrowland, and it's a fast roller coaster in the dark. What else can you tell us, Robbie? It's a pretty intense roller coaster. I'm not as much of a fan of Space Mountain as Daniela is, because in my personal experience, I lost my glasses once. True story. <laughs> I still dread it to this day. I had to go blind. I'm clinically blind for like uh, three days. Uh, before I got some new glasses, but um, yeah, it's it's still a pretty good ride. It's nothing to be scared of. Daniela doesn't like drops, and she loves Space Mountain because it's even though it feels intense because it's in the dark and you don't really know. Um, it's pretty. It's it feels unpredictable. But my advice to you, for someone who maybe doesn't appreciate the fact that maybe it's in the dark, maybe sit in the very frontmost seat so that you can kind of at least tell where the rails are moving. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's still fun. Um, like Robbie said, it's not something to really be scared of. Um, it's not as intense as people think. It's just because it's in the dark. Um, that's where the intense part comes in. But it's still a family-friendly roller coaster that everyone can ride. So number eight is also in... Magic Kingdom, and it's called Big Thunder Mountain. Um, it's in Adventure, no, Adventureland, no, Frontierland. And what else can you tell us, Robbie? My gosh, all these Magic Kingdom rides. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, it's in Frontierland. It's a pretty. It's a, also a very family friendly ride. More family friendly than, say, Space Mountain. Um, we yeah, do have a it's very more good. In the open. Yeah, it's more in the open. And because it's in the open, we have a really good anecdote, a really good story that uh, Daniela holds very dear to her heart. If you go on a specific time, if you get on the ride at a specific time during the night, you can see Happily Ever After's fireworks from in the distance. Yeah, well, this was pre-COVID. Um, as of now, well, that's not possible because there are no fireworks um, at the parks. But nonetheless, um, I hope when everything goes back to normal, 
um, this can happen for all of you. Um, yeah, we, that was my experience. Um, it wasn't intentional. We were not like focusing on the time that we went to Big Thunder. We just had a fast pass for that time. And when we were writing it, I was writing with my friends. We just saw the fireworks um, while we were riding the roller coaster. And it was literally the most magical experience of my life. Um, I cannot explain anymore and put into words how, how great that was. And it just brought my friends and I closer um, since that moment. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty near to my heart. So we're going to go to number seven. And this one is finally not in Magic Kingdom. This is in Epcot. <laughs> And it's called Soarin' Around the World. Um, this is a simulator kind of ride. Um, it takes you up, um, a little bit high up, and... It takes you around different countries, such as France, like Daniela said. You will visit um, the Eiffel Tower in Paris, Taj Mahal in uh, India. You can visit the Rake Wall of China, the waters and the beaches of Fiji. And while you're also there, you can get some of the smells. They have uh, simulations. It is such a... It is very much a simulation to the point where you can actually experience the smells of those places. Oh, you, yeah. The, the water from the beaches in Fiji, the grass from the grasslands in, the, in Africa. And yeah. I think it's, and it's, the, and it's probably Daniela's favorite ride in Epcot. Yeah, it is actually. Um it's I don't know, there's just something to that ride that it's literally magical like um and it's not a roller coaster, you know, it's just a it's just a simulator. You there's not really like a thrill kind of like to it. Um it's just it just makes you happy and you just go to different countries and it's so fun. It's it's, it's just amazing. So yeah, um, this next ride, number six, is Test Track, also located at Epcot, um, sponsored by Chevrolet, and this is a, it's literally a car, um, basically a, a roller coaster that goes, t- um, at 60, 60 miles, miles per, per hour, hours. yeah, and, um, yeah, it's very exciting, um, it just goes super fast, um, it's a, literally, it's called Test Track because, you test your car throughout the ride, you know, and uh, like the curves and um, like the speed of the car. Yeah, like you customize says, your car. You are customizing your car, and it's that's why it's my favorite experience at Epcot. While Daniela's favorite experience is Soren, I like the ability to customize my own car and to just you know, you you can customize your own car, and then you can have that car race with other cars in the from other like creators that are inside of the your same cart and you go up to 60 miles per hour you are testing your car and so you have a little bit of a um you know sudden um, motions and then by the end of the ride i challenge anyone after covid because during uh this uh coronavirus pandemic period that experience isn't available for now you only have the ride itself there's no customization but after um you know vaccines and everything i encourage anyone to try out this challenge the highest score that you can get at test track when you exit the ride is 240 oh wow i did not know that that's interesting 
I think my highest score has been 223. Wow. I don't remember mine, but definitely not near that. So that's awesome. Um, <laughs> now to our number five ride. It's Everest. Mount Everest located at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Ugh. I have a love and hate relationship to this roller coaster, but please, Rob, explain to us more of this roller coaster. Expedition Everest is in the Asia region of the park. It is based on the country of Nepal. You are essentially looking for the Yeti monster. We're going on mm -hmm. expedition to try and locate the Yeti monster. And it's a very thrilling experience. I would say it's more intense than Space Mountain. And if you... Oh, yeah. Anila has a love-hate relationship with this ride because, like I said before, she doesn't like drops too much. No. But it's still, it's still a very thrilling ride. And the reason why she doesn't like the drops is because there is one part where you are actually going backwards. And the backwards yes. motion of the roller coaster feels even more intense on your chest. So it's Yeah, but scary. that part is actually less scary than the other drop that after you go backwards, the drop that I'm actually talking about is the one that right after you go backwards, you stop, look at the jetty like he was breaking the roller coaster, and then you go to a drop, which is not really a big of a drop. But I am very... I don't know. I just don't like any kinds of drops unless they're really, really small. So that's why um, I have a love and hate relationship with that roller coaster. But nonetheless, I have written it oh, millions of times. Like, I cannot explain to you how many times I've written it. In one day, I've written it like six or seven times. So that's why it's a love or hate relationship. I love it. I go to that roller coaster all the time. It's just that every time I go on it, I get nervous, very nervous, and not as exciting as in other rides. So. But it's still a really, really great ride. It's a tremendous experience that you all should try at least once. If you do decide to have this experience, I do please ask you to not throw hairbands at the Yeti as a tribute. Uh, Disney does not accept yeah. those anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now on to our number four pick. Our number four pick is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, located at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It is a trackless ride, and it's the first attraction and only attraction where it, where it features Mickey and Minnie. Daniela never got to experience this ride herself because it opened a few months after she had finished her college program. But yeah. I, being a part-time cast member, actually got the ability to experience it myself. Um, it's it's a really great ride. It has, like Daniela said, it's a trackless, it's a trackless ride. So it kind of so it, there's no actual there's no wheels there's no actual like it's rails kind of it or... feels kind of, there's no rails or anything. It feels kind of like a magnet, and then a giant mm -hmm. magnet is driving the cart around. And it's just, it's it's a really amazing ride. It has the most advanced projection mapping technology and probably all of Walt Disney World. Yes. And I haven't really experienced it myself, but I watch live streams all the time on YouTube about this ride. So I know this ride by heart. I know everything that goes on. I know, like I said, everything. So it's really, it's a, it's a beautiful ride, actually, because it has like the advanced technology that it does. It's just like very colorful. And I don't know, it gives you this, 
I don't know, this type of happiness when you write it, it's amazing. Um, and yeah, I hope I, I hope I get to write it one day, hopefully. So now to our number three ride is Toy Story Mania, located at Disney's Hollywood Studios as well. This is more of a competitive type of ride. So explain to us more, Robbie. It's kind of a roller coaster of sorts. There's no ups or downs. You only go sideways, but you are sitting, you are inside of Andy's room, and then you are sitting in a cart with a toy cannon, and you are pulling a string to shoot at projectiles and targets that are on screen. They give you a 3D, they give you 3D glasses. And you get to shoot for a high score. My high score is of about 226,000. And it's very near and dear to Daniela and I's hearts because for a, a moment in time, there was, I was unbeatable. And then Daniela suddenly got this, you know, practice so much. And then I can't seem to beat her like ever. Her high score is of 257,000. So, oh my gosh, it's a, it's a pretty good score. I mean, compared to other scores that because there's the there are these like screens where they show you um, the highest score of the day and the highest score of the month. Compared to those, it's nothing. I mean, I have no idea how people get to 500,000. Six, I don't know, 600,000. Um, it's crazy, but yeah, I've gone to 257,000 and it's and it's like Robbie said, I've been practicing. I used to go to the parks almost every single day and just write everything and write um midway mania whenever i could um so yeah uh it's a very competitive game but it's amazing um and yeah it, it features all your favorite toy story characters so what's more to like so now that we go to number two it's rock and roller coaster <laughs> located at disney's hollywood studios and it's a very funny story um I I've been to Disney World many many times before my college program for several years and I've never had the guts to ride this ride because I've never had I've never written a roller coaster with loops on it so that's I was so afraid of that and I was like I will never ride this ride but during my college program my friends literally forced me to ride it and I can't thank them enough after that because that was literally the best experience of my life. So I was so scared. You know, I went super scared, mentally prepared, but super scared. And after I wrote that, I was like, let's go again. It was the best thing ever. And it's probably uh, the funniest anecdote about showing someone arrive for the first time that I can think of. Janela was in the queue line crying and so scared. Like, I, like I'm like i mentally prepared, but like I'm so scared. Yeah. Like, I don't want to ride it, but like, I want to ride it at the same time. And then she came out and she loved it. And she was like, let's do it again. I know. It was, <laughs> yeah, my reaction was so funny. I was like, let's go again. And everyone was like, really? After all this time, you didn't want to go? Like, yeah, <laughs> it was awesome, really. And now it's my favorite ride in all of Disney property, actually. So, yeah. It's That's a very exciting ride. It goes from mm-hmm. zero to sixty in almost three seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's very worth your time if you are a fan of Aerosmith and and eighties music. That's right. another reason why you should experience this. 
Yeah, because um, during the ride, you get to listen to Aerosmith's classic songs like Love in the Elevator and other, um, o- o- other of it, other classic songs. So that's why I like it. Not because of the only, not because of the roller coaster, like the ride in general, but because also I love Aerosmith and I love their songs. So, you know, what's not to like? And for our final attraction, number one is, of course, Flight Drum of roll, passage. sound effect. Yeah. Flight of Passage. So, Avatar yeah. Flight of Passage. Located at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It is the best ride in all of Walt Disney World. If you were looking for something to do in Animal Kingdom, this is it. It oh is God. a yeah. simulator. Much like Soren, but unlike Soren, they give you 3D glasses and you are sitting on a bike. And right. you get to experience all these smells. It is located in the world of Pandora. It is a simulator, much like Soren, but unlike Soren, where you are just sitting on a glider, you are sitting on top of a bike. They hand you some 3D glasses and you get to experience all of these smells. It, it, the attraction is located in the world of Pandora from the movie Avatar, and you get to experience all of these smells. And the bike has kind of like um, a breathing system because you're essentially riding a banshee. So you're just getting an entire just lifelike experience that you can get nowhere else. Yeah, no. Um, hands down. I mean, like I said, I like rock and roller coaster a lot, and it's probably my favorite ride in all of Disney property, but. At the same time, it has to go along with Flight of Passage. I, I cannot emphasize enough how amazing this ride is. And this is the, probably the best ride in all of Disney property. And you all, please have to go at least once. It's breathtaking. That's the word. Breathtaking. It's amazing. <laughs> Tanina and I used to go so many times during our Disney College program. I've probably ridden it more than 15 times. Tanina's probably ridden it even more times than that. And I've been in Disney longer. (laughs) So, you know, it's a really fun ride to do. And my advice, because the wait times for this attraction are always over 200 minutes, 250 minutes. I saw it once being at 325 minutes. Which is Crazy. basically the entire day at the park. You're not going to wait 325 minutes for a ride. Come on. Right. Yeah. But yeah. They'll need to experience this ride. So, my advice to you after COVID, because these wait time amounts for pre COVID. Right. My advice <laughs> to you is for you to enter the queue line for this attraction minutes before the park ends. So, if Animal Kingdom is closing at 9 p.m., Enter the queue line at 8.59, 8.57, 8.58, because the fast pass queue line for the ride will be closed, meaning that the regular line will get shorter because that is the only source of traffic that is going yeah. through the attraction. And yeah, like Robbie said, it's when fast passes come back because right now there are no fast passes, but, not, but yeah, when fast passes come back, always write it. Just literally a few minutes before the park closes. Um, and also, I think that applies to now, too. I mean, people are going to start leaving before the park closes. So it's a good time to go, right? Literally minutes before the park closes. And I don't think you're going to have to wait as long as any other time. And 
it'll be totally worth it because you're gonna end up with that right you're gonna end your your night with yeah, that following amazing this ride. advice, what other amazing, what other experience to do other than probably the best ride in all of Walt Disney World? You exactly. end your day with an amazing ride and you get to go home super happy and excited for another day. Or if it's your last day, you end it on a banger. Exactly. There you go. So, yeah, I think this is the end. So thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes. I am Danny. And my name is Robbie. And we'll see you next time on the Disney Parks News Blog Podcast. Have, Have a, a magical, magical day, day everyone. everyone.